This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks is jumping on board with a House bill that proposes the elimination of the U.S. Department of Education. The bill was first announced by Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky this past February. Brooks has signed on as a co-sponsor to H.R. 899. The bill's language suggests that by December 21st of this year, the department be terminated. Massey says he supports the 10th Amendment, which gives the rights of education to the states. This is the third and final part of my conversation with Concerned Doctors of Alabama. Doctors David Williams and David Calderwood talked about the thousands of hours of study and research that doctors within that organization have done regarding the treatment of COVID-19 beyond the prescribed federal protocols given by the NIH and CDC. The doctors have dug into the details of studies and statistics to determine which ones are grounded in science rather than a political agenda. We closed out our conversation with some practical advice for Alabamians who want to take the first steps in learning how to discern good scientific studies over ones that are faulty from the start and have a political agenda. Here's what both of the doctors suggested. There's a really good website called c19study.com. And from there, you can click on all the treatments or almost every treatment that's being used for COVID and see how successful they are. Uh, including the new ones like molnupiravir, um, and compare those uh, with the uh, with the repurposed drugs like ivermectin and so forth. Uh, look at remdesivir, which has only about a 16% or less um, effective rate. And and this website uses all the studies that have been done, unless they were fraudulent. And because of that, they try to do a very unbiased look at that and when you and so that's a good that's a good source that I would go to um, to look at treatments. And Dr. Calderwood, would you repeat that initial website that you said where there were a list of all the different studies? I'm not sure we I caught it correctly. It's C19study.com. It actually is run by the um, AAPS, American Association of Physicians and Surgeons. And David, where, uh, where else would you recommend? Yeah, I, I think at this point, you know, the information is is available if if you know people have been looking. Um, so, you know, it, it's um, there's a lot of people on, on Telegram that will do all kinds of you know self help and and. Um, uh, you know how to take care of your you know, yourself should something happen, um, and that that's become a place where I think you can get information, and it's all referenced. It's not like it's you know just you know, it's not Twitter where it's just you know, somebody puts out a a statement. I mean, you can you know, I'm almost everything is referenced, but you can you can certainly find the references, and um, you know there's lots of information that has been compiled by the FLCCC. Mm-hmm. Um, their stuff is linked the AAPS. Uh, American Association of Physicians and Surgeons, um, frontline doctors, and and again, it, it's a, a case where if people have heard some of these names and they're like, "Well, I've heard this about them" or whatever, you know, nobody's asking you to take you know their word for it. You, they, you know, look at the references and look at the the information that's linked because most places from the side of hey, let's seek alternative treatments has been have been more than willing to provide uh, references for that and why we think the way we do. So. Um, you won't find many of those sources that just say, here it is, you know, take our word for it and we're done uh, because we know people at this point are 
suspicious. They know they can't trust the mainstream media. They know they can't trust uh, many things they've heard from their doctors and from the hospitals, and therefore they're, they're willing to look at something else. And again, I don't think they should swallow anything, hook, line, and finger from any of us at this point, uh, but rather you know, think about what they've heard that makes sense and reconcile things as best they can um, and then, then proceed with, with an informed decision. Yeah, I think all of those sources that Dr. Williams mentioned are excellent. Uh, I would add to that um, America Out Loud, which is Dr. McCullough's site. As you may be aware, Dr. McCullough is the most published cardiologist in history, and he has put his career um, at risk um, to, uh, to get the truth out about COVID and try to get adequate and appropriate treatment and try to... So it's another excellent site, uh, America Out Loud. Well, if you're trying to determine who to vote for in Alabama's open Senate seat this year, be sure to check out an article that's on the 1819 News website. That's 1819news.com. Investigative reporter Sean Patrick Taylor did an outstanding job of researching all of the outside political action committees, also referred to as PACs and Super PACs. These groups are trying very hard to influence the outcome of this Alabama election. Millions of dollars have been spent here in the state on attack ads against particular candidates. Most of these PACs are funded by out-of-state sources and even involve dark money where the donor cannot be fully traced. The attack ads are often used to make outrageous allegations against a candidate, regardless of their actual political voting record or past actions. The ads are done in the hopes of seeding some doubt or even emotionally swaying a voter to another candidate. So be sure and read up on the article that's titled Outside Money Floods Alabama Race for U.S. Senate in order to be a better informed voter here in the state. And I hope to get Sean Patrick Taylor on the Daily Detail to talk further about this issue. A Bessemer man is convicted by a federal jury for operating a large illegal drug ring. 37-year-old Rolando Williamson was found guilty of a multi-million dollar enterprise that was run out of West Jefferson County. 17 other people have also been indicted in working with Williamson. The drug operation went on for about six years before authorities were able to catch up with it and bust it up. The trial against Williamson took about a week to be conducted within the U.S. District Court. The jury also issued convictions for Adrian Taylor, Ishmael Gregory, and Hendarius Archie for aiding Williamson in the distribution of heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, methamphetamines, and marijuana. Attorneys who prosecuted this case were Jonathan Cross and Gregory Dimler. The National Weather Service says that 39 tornadoes have touched down in Alabama so far in the year 2022. Compare that to the year of 2021 when it was a total of 47 tornadoes that were recorded for the entire tornado season. The largest number of twisters that entered the state came in 2011 with 78. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the U.S. Supreme Court issues an 8-to-1 ruling that determines the territory of Puerto Rico is not eligible to receive supplemental security income disability benefits. The ruling sided with Congress in treating territories differently when it comes to programs and funding, such as the SSI programs. There are about 300,000 people living in Puerto Rico, and the federal government determined that it would cost $2 billion a year to incorporate SSI benefits on the island. Justice Sonia Sotomayor was the only justice who voted against the conservative opinion that did not approve the expansion of funding to Puerto Rico. Sotomayor's parents 
are from Puerto Rico. Ukraine is not a territory of the U.S. like Puerto Rico is, but Ukraine could be getting about $880 million more from the U.S. President Joe Biden announced to Congress that he will be seeking to send more military aid to Ukraine as it resists Russian forces. That aid would be worth $800 million and include artillery, ammunition, and drones for the Donbass region. This will all be in addition to the $2.6 billion of U.S. taxpayer money already approved to be sent to Ukraine by the Biden administration. Biden also told Congress that $13.6 billion approved in March by Congress in military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine is now almost exhausted. 26 states led by Republican governors are creating a border strike force to combat the open border policies of the Biden administration. Alabama is part of that group. The governors all plan to share intelligence and data on state-level crimes that are connected to the border security agency's failure to stop cartels from smuggling in people and drugs across the U.S.-Mexico border. The coalition is being spearheaded by Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. Both governors say they have been forced to create alternate means of intervention and prevention at the border due to Joe Biden's reversal of Donald Trump's border policies. Both governors expressed gratefulness for the other states participating in the fight against criminal activity that's directly tied to the open borders. Reports are coming out on a problem in Georgia, human trafficking. In this case, two Georgia officials from within the state's Department of Labor are being linked to the largest U.S. human trafficking case ever prosecuted. Brett Boosie and Jorge Gomez are facing indictments for granting seasonal visas to foreign agricultural workers and then putting them into forced labor. Both Boosie and Gomez were directly responsible for reporting, resolving, or referring labor violations within the state. They were also tasked with resolving worker complaints against employers and inspecting the housing provided for foreign guest workers. Prosecutors now say that the two men, along with others in the operation, would require illegal fees from these foreign workers in order to get a job or a visa and would withhold their IDs so they couldn't leave without payment. The two men also threatened these workers with violence and deportation and forced them into unsanitary living conditions. Those who were part of the human trafficking ring profited by about $200 million. In Florida, the state house had some contention during a vote, but they still were able to pass legislation that removes special tax status from Disney World and all of its subsidiaries located in Florida. And we will vote on these two bills. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. By Senator Bradley, Senate Bill 4C, a bill to be entitled an act relating to independent special districts. The bill is now headed to Governor Ron DeSantis' desk, and he has indicated he is very willing to sign it into law. Governor DeSantis and Disney leadership have been at odds with each other ever since a law was passed in that state that prohibits teachers from instructing young children about sexual orientation or gender identity in the classroom. This would apply to third grade or lower. The homosexual and lesbian community in that state, along with Disney employees, dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Polls, however, show that most parents of Florida who read the details of the law are in favor of its implementation. Netflix shares are down by 35% after a rough earnings report and the loss of 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter. Netflix has also warned shareholders that they project that they will lose another 2 million subscribers in the next three months. Ouch. 
And jumping over to CNN Plus, that new initiative is about to get closed down in less than a year from its launching. April 30th is the date that has been set by Warner Media and Discovery, the two parent companies involved in this venture. Chris Lick is the incoming CEO for CNN ever since Jeff Zucker was dismissed a few months ago. Lick says that the streaming market that CNN Plus was trying to enter is complex and that consumers want more value than a standalone offering. CNN Plus employees will be paid for the next 90 days and given options to apply for other positions within the company. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to check out the 1819 News podcast with host Brian Dawson and Ray Mellick as they talk to Terrell Williams about getting to the root of evil. The reason I agreed to do this podcast is because there are things that need to be said that you will not hear generally in the public. Airways, and I didn't know what the format was going to be, but uh, I have an issue with the things that are tearing this country apart in terms of racism and systemic racism and all the different tribes or organizations, the BLM and the this and that, the transgender. They all have an agenda, and it's all tearing this country apart. And I'll just say that I have quite a few friends who uh, – uh, living what I would call a good life. Those friends that I've grown, raised my kids up with who have dad and mom at home teaching, holding them accountable and all of that, they are living unbelievable lives. I have three boys and a daughter, and they are all thriving. Amen. Uh, I've been married for 40 years. Be 41 years this May. Uh, this June, oh, sorry, wife, <laughs> it's the mic. We all get in that trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, but before the one years, you know, and I, I used to tell the boys, I said, you would love to live the life that I live. You, I live a great life, and it's because God has given me the mindset, uh, the ideas and the principles whereby I can stand firm and I know what is right and what is wrong, what is true. And then that's the other thing. Truth doesn't matter anymore, but truth always matters. You can find more of that podcast on 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail as a podcast, remember that if you go to the main pages of Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can leave me a five-star rating. I'm Andrea Tice. You'll hear from me again on Monday. Until then, have a fantastic weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.